0: Welcome back everybody for the second part of Mekhaloch and mekachtois. The first segment we discussed the ground uh, the groundwork so to speak for gidre Mekaktois we understand the halacha, what Mekaktois is, why it's not or know, the difference between the two and the basic applications of the principles. This week we're going to discuss some of the issues that are in halacha around Proper application of the halachas and mekkah toys, and various uh, issues that come up in any sale where there's a mum be Let's open up to Shulchan Aruch and Simir This is a halacha which is quite logical, but it's extremely important in very many disagreements, discrepancies between a version of a buyer and a seller about what happened, what went wrong. This is a Gemara. The Gemara says somebody sold an animal to somebody else. Reuben sold the behemoth to Shimon. An animal was sold to uh, Shecht V'shochta. He Shechted it. Benimts is trefer. Unfortunately, the animal was a trefer. They were biting the animal inside. The animal was a trefer. Trefer can't be eaten. Now, being that the buyer is a yid, the seller is a yid, it's obvious that the basis of the sale was that the animal's is to eat, eat. If the animal is a trefer, it's a lemon. Today we would call it a car with a problem with the transmission. So in those days they would call it a cow with a problem with a treifer, with a hole in the lung. If we can ascertain that the treifer was there, b'shas, the animal was sold. That means like this. I bought an animal, I'm making a chasna tomorrow. And I checked the animal today after buying it in the market. Mission increases. So the other tanoim went to the market to buy behemah. And they took it straight to the sheikh. And they shechated it. So there's, they open up and there's a problem there. That problem is the type of problem that didn't happen in the last three minutes. It certainly is a problem that was there a few days ago. How, how do you know for sure? So the sheikh gives a case. It could be any other case. But this is certainly a, a one case. There's a hole in the stomach, in the lining of the stomach, that renders an animal trefo. The hole is crusted over. Now that crust is a scar. Scar tissue does not develop in five minutes. It takes at least three days. It's at least three days from when that trefo uh, came about. He bought it in the last three days. He has to get back the money. Let's say he bought it a week ago. So now you have no idea because it's not obvious that it happened the last uh, that it happened a week ago. There's a hole in the stomach, but it's not crusted over. You have no way of knowing when he ate a nail and it perforated the stomach lining. Does have a im You have no idea when it happened. If it happened on the watch of the lekech, or it happened before, before the sale. So now, if we would stop at this and we would ask ourselves what should be the halacha. The halacha should be hamitzim Depends if the lekech paid already. So then, for him to demand money back from the moicha, the moicha could tell him If he had, if he paid, if he hadn't paid yet. So then he can say, yeah, "I'm not going to pay you. Myself, you take back your dead cow, your shechted cow, which is a treifa, and uh, I'm not going to pay you for it." Shulchan doesn't say that. The tremendous chiddush which is based on a sugya in Ksubis Daf Ayin Vov, and that is, let's first read the lashon of the Shulchan Al Haloikech Lo Raya. The Shulchan says the loikeach has to bring a Raya any anyway. It doesn't make a difference if he paid or not. The customer has to bring a Vim Vimloy, if he won't bring a raya. Yafsid viyiten hadomim. He'll have to pay. Even if he hadn't paid yet, and lechur, it's only a Safik, we'll force him to pay. What happened to my Samechavavavarai? One of us says he's a Muxik. Shogunach says, viyiten hadomim him adayim biyode, but he has to pay. How could we force him to pay if it's a Safik? So here we have the husband of the in Subis tafayin vov. With a Gemara's mechadish that when there's a Mechach before Nenu, there's a there's a sale that was consummated before Nenu. That itself, the fact that there's an outstanding sale in front of us, not outstanding as in wonderful, outstanding as in definitive. It was money was exchanged, or at least a kenyan was made, a cow exchanged hands. That kenyan is considered a Dover mukzik until proven otherwise. In this type of case, the loikeach is the one who wants to be mechadish that a mechach that was heretofore considered a good mechach is considered ois mechach. He wants to be mafkiah the mechach. That or love raya. The Muksik and moitzi over here won't be mochzik and moitzi in the sense of dollars and cents. they will be mochzik and moitzi on the sale. This is a tremendous chiddush. Shulchan Aruch and Simit Reish Chov Daled brings another application of this type of kalal that a Mekach before Nenu is considered as is until proven Ois and Muxik and Moitzi will not be in terms of who's holding on to the money but in terms of the Mekach before Shulchan Aruch has a different application of that let's read Shulchan Aruch Reish Chov this is the principle that we just explained Anybody who the uh, that is a suffic that's noilad in on his watch, that means in this case the lekech bought it from the moicha, and now the lekech, after it's assumed that the Meccach went through, that the, 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 the contract was went through, the lekech wants to make ois, he wants to nullify the mechiru. Olov, love, love, you're listen to this case. Two people exchange, they do a barter. I need a potter, you need a chamor. you're going into the transportation business, you need a chamor. I need a potter because I'm going into a farm business. You want to translate that into today's uh, market. I need, I'm going into construction, so I need thing, you know, a tractor, whatever it is that works in the construction business. Uh, one of those heavy pieces of machinery with a compressor etc and you're going into the moving business you need a van with space in the back. I happen to have some of that, you have some of that, we trade. In this case it's Machluf Parbachhamur. Umoshach es The way Kenya is consummated is when one side takes possession of the other. In this case the Balachamur taking possession of the para. The para belongs to the former Balachamur. And the chamor automatically is in exchange belongs to the former balapora. So Moshech balachamor is apora, lo yispik balapora ha-chamor. Watch this: the balachamor took possession of the pora, but the pora he took possession of, but the chamor that he formerly owned is still sitting in his barn. Lo balapora ha-chamor. The chamor is still sitting in the barn of the balapora at Shemesa chamor you go in. In order for the Bal, former balapar to take possession of the chamor, they find the chamor dead. When did it die? They didn't have autopsies in those days. When? Uh, when did this chamor die? Of a heart attack, right? If it was before the Kenyan, so then the Kenyan never happened. There was an exchange. There was nothing to exchange. It was a dead animal. Mekachtois. If, however, we say that may, Oh, listen, maybe it had a heart attack after the sale, and then Nebuch, the poor guy who gave up his parah, was chayner chamor, and then the chamor went and died on him. Bad luck, but that's life. The Bala chamor has to bring a raya. That is the former bala chamor has to bring a raya. That the, I'm sorry, not the former bala chamor, the Former of yes. The form of has to be in a raya, that the Khamur was still alive at the time of the sale. The Ken Kalki why is that? This is the Rambam, the Rif. They're understanding that this halacha of, you see what you have in front of you. You have the Khamur in the physical possession of the one who is now assuming ownership of the para. But the chamor is still sitting by him. If the chamor is sitting by him, that itself says, hey, your chamor didn't make it. Your chamor died. Of course you want with the kenya that the chamor should become the Balapara, But right now it's sitting by you. We see the onus of the suffolk creating a problem on your behalf. This is the way the ramam and the Rifa understand this principle. Nothing to do with moitzi and muxik uh, in the sense, the regular sense of who has a physical possession? I think, but since it's sitting in your shoes you're the onus to bring a raya is on you. Shoyim, the Rama says, and this is the opinion of the Rosh and Ksuvis, Dal balhapora lahavi raya. Why? Shehu, since the balhapora was the balhapora, ostensibly there was a Meshika here. So we see in front of us the mekkah, the same cloud that we just discussed. We have to assume that the sale was consummated. The chamor is now in the rishuts of the balapora, The pora is in the all of the bala chamor. That's the alocha. Now the application of this will be in Sveikis of when a mum happened. A car, transmission. If it's right out of the shop, then you know clearly that the problem was there before. But what happens if it's 50 miles in? He'll say you hit a pothole and that destroyed the transmission. You'll say sometimes you'll be able to prove it, sometimes not. You'll know, you you'll have to weigh in by a professional mechanic, the equivalent of Hooglad Pia Is it something that could have developed over 50 miles of driving without anything particularly, you know, the car wasn't smashed into or anything like that? Will that will you be able to prove Mecca Toys? Now if you have something you gave over and there is Bifonenu uh what looks like a sale, and you took possession of it, so there's a sale, you took possession of it already. So there certainly we have a cloud of Al Holy Lovi, Raya. doesn't make a difference if it's a coin to Ram coin to the Rush. But if the sale ostensibly was completed, the credit card was swiped, the money was paid The contract was signed, whatever the case is, there's a Kenyan. But the merchandise, defective merchandise in question, when that defect happened is still in the warehouse by the seller. That would be totally in this makhloikis, the Rambam and the Rosh that we just read in Chavdal. So that's a proper application of this. Anytime you have food that's delivered and the food is spoiled, moldy, you don't know when it went bad. So most stores will have a policy they're going to go beyond what Chayish Mishpah would be behind because they want to maintain good customer relations. Usually you don't have to fight it out in Chayish Mishpah terms. But uh, there's any number of cases. Cases that are delivered uh, by by warehouses and there's something wrong. Uh, a certain amount was eaten by mice. The stuff was sitting on um, in storage by the Meicher for two months after the sale was already completed. The invoice was sent. It was paid the moicher kept it in his warehouse. We have no idea when mice got to it, when it got moldy, when water damaged. That would be totally the rambam and rosh that we just read. Just to clarify, I use the terminology rambam and rosh. I'm referring to the mechaber and the ramo. The source of the mechaber is the shita, the rambam, that comes from the Rif. How he learns the sugan subis and the shita of the ramo, kedarkoi, is based on the rosh, And toysis, the way they understand the sukin exubis and the application is what we're uh, carrying over to uh, contemporary halachim.